In today's show, we're looking ahead to Tuesday in the NBA, what we're watching for, and some streaming options. Michael Bolton? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com. Slash Locked On NBA. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free. We are available on all platforms. Hey, after you listen to this show as well, Locked On Sports Today has a quick 22-minute recap of everything that's happened in the world of sports. So check out Locked On Sports Today. We're going to talk about Tuesday's action in the NBA. There are only four games on, so streaming becomes very viable. In fact, almost mandatory. So we're going to talk about guys we look at, we look at injury situations, lineup changes, things that we want to pay attention to that have fantasy relevance. So Warney, let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) Pistons Wizards. All right, let's see what old mate Dwayne Casey does with Jalen Duran. Because last game, it wasn't as good as we would have hoped. We're always going to have to watch foul trouble with Duran, but he played 22, 23 minutes the first two games, then 18 in game three. So is he going to be sub-20 minutes? He can still be useful in sub-20. It's just not as exciting. Or is he going to play 22-23? That's what we want to pay attention to, to see how Casey deploys him and Stewart. And it's not because Stewart played 30 minutes that Durham played only 18 last game. Because the game prior against the Knicks, it was 30 to Stewart and 23 to Durham. They played together. Whereas in the next game, they didn't play together. So we need to see if there's crossover between Stewart and Durham. We need that crossover for Duran to really maintain that must-roster status. I think he is a must-roster guy, but to maintain it, we need to see that crossover between the two. And I also want to watch Cade Cunningham. I think he's been solid. He hasn't been awesome. He's been seeding a little bit to guys like Jaden Ivey. He's, and, but even without performing at you know, an unbelievably high level, I think Cade's still been doing well. Like he's not, He's not blowing us away. He's averaging 18, 4, and 7 with 1.3 steals. But the thing is, he's shooting 39%. That starts to go in. Then it's you know, then he's at 20 points. He's at five, four rebounds and seven assists. And it's, still, it's really good, right? There's a lot more upside here to come from Cade. So let's see if he can get that going. For the Wizards, first two games for Kyle Kuzma were great. Really good usage. And then he just disappeared in game three. So how does it all work with him and Porzingis and Beal and old mate Farton Will Barton coming off the bench, taking shots? Where does Kuzma fit in? Because I was pretty encouraged until game three. And I went, ooh, that's a bit rough. And then what do we do with Barton, who played like 17 minutes and then 30 minutes? I do not think that Will Barton is a, uh, a 12-team league guy. But if he's going to steal minutes like that, it's going to make it really hard for guys like Wright or Avdi or Hachimura to play. Like, Barton's win, it's 25, 17, and 32. There's no pattern there whatsoever. So it's, I really want to see how they use him. Is he used as a bench guy, or is he going to play starters minutes as a sixth man? I think it's pretty dumb when you've got Beal and Porzingis and Kuzma, who need the ball, and then you're going to limit the defensive. But maybe maybe some of the minutes for Barton last game were because Avdia got in foul trouble, which did happen early on. 
But it is something we need to watch. Alec Burks, Marvin Bagley, Corey Kispert are all going to be sidelined for this game. Next one is the Mavs and the Pelicans. It's been an unbelievable start for the crucifix Christian Wood. He's been like unstoppable. He's averaging 25 points in under 25 minutes a game. He's got a usage of 35%. He's shooting 56 from the field. There's going to be some drop-off. The thing I want to see, though, like, we know that's that's all great, right? All that production's great. It's not going to stick at that level. But why don't the minutes go up? Let's see how much old mate Jason Kidd decides to use him. Because he's clearly their second best player. He's clearly their second best offensive option. What are we doing limiting him to 25 minutes? Let's see how that goes. And then I want to watch Dinwiddie, who's been bad. Like, he hasn't been good. Well, maybe he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been good. And we've seen all these flaws in Spencer Dinwiddie's fantasy game for years. That's why he was going at 120, 130 in drafts in a lot of cases. Better for points leagues. And I don't think he's a drop, but I'd like to see like something. I'd like to see him do something useful because it hasn't really happened yet. For the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram is out and Herb Jones is questionable as is Zion. Now, I've said this a lot of times. I'm not sure that Jones is going to be a 12-team must-hold player. He is for now because of injuries to Ingram, but Jones might miss himself. But I want to see him do something. A, can he get a steal? That would be good. I think he was going to get them at some point, but we'd like them to come soon. But can he start to do anything offensively? Can I see some level of improvement? Because I haven't really seen it yet. So seeing what he does. And then also Larry Nance, who outplayed Jonas Valanciunas last game, got more minutes than Valanciunas, and was the massive part in how they came back against the Jazz. Now, we know that Larry Nance plays 29 minutes a night. He's a 12-team fantasy guy. Probably not so much for points, maybe more for categories. But what is he going to do? Like, if Zion misses, and if Ingram misses, and if Herb misses, Nance is going to play 30. And that makes him a really good stream. Trey Murphy is going to be the guy who starts, I would expect, for Ingram. And he, but he's already rostered in most leagues, but he's, he's still available in over 50% of overall Yahoo leagues. So go and add Trey Murphy. But don't be shocked, especially if one of Herbal Zion is out, that Larry Nance gets a bigger role. And then for deeper leagues, watch for what happens with Dyson Daniels. We know that Bertans and Nilakina and Ingram already ruled out while uh, Herb and Zion... Uh, I got Kyle Lewis is questionable. He's not questionable. He's definitely out. Um, Zion is questionable there as well. With that posterior issue, if, if Zion's out, yeah, the, woof, probably Jackson Hayes and Larry Nance get the big boost there. I would guess. I don't have to guess what the number one place is for you to post your uh, job ads though because it's clearly LinkedIn jobs every day. Every new potential hire, it costs so much money to get a hire wrong. So why wouldn't you use the best available tool, which is LinkedIn Jobs? It helps you find the best qualified candidates that are available. You post your job. It's so easy to do. You go in there, you post what everything you need, and LinkedIn, hey, the, the machine starts working for you. You go, you add your job, you had the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and that spreads the word that you are hiring. There's simple tools like the screening questions. They can make it so much easier for you to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And it's why small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs, number one, in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. In back when I was hiring, um, in my old job as a pharmacist, I would love to have a system like this because you're know, sifting through resumes and finding the right people. It just burns so much of your time. And when you get it wrong, phew, it's so it's so hard to fix that problem. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Clippers and Thunder. If it's a Zubats, Unbelievable start against the Lakers and then pretty average since then. 
They've gone small a lot, and I think they'll go small quite a bit against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't think Zubats is a droppable player in 12-team leagues, but he went from 35 minutes to 24 to 21. That's uh, it's a big big change, isn't it, in that rotation? Their rotation, I feel like, is going to be frustrating all season, and we'll see it again here, but don't be surprised if they go hella small in this one. Johnny Wall has looked good when he's out there. 25 and 21 minutes in the two games, though. To me, he needs 28 to 29 to be a must-roster 12-team league guy because there's just so much competition for minutes here. Reggie Jackson is also allegedly on a minutes restriction, as is Kawhi, as is John Wall. But I don't know if we're going to get any clarification on these position battles between like Wall and Jackson or minute splits for a while. So it's great to have a guy like Wall for a day like this, but is his overall upside actually high enough to be an, I must hold him through everything? I don't know about that. We know that the Bronco, Jalen Williams, is uh, out for this game for the Thunder. Broncos country, let's ride. And at the time of me recording this, we don't know whether Shea or Giddy are going to play. They both, or Shea missed Sunday's game. Giddy got hurt in Sunday's game. Giddy is questionable for this game on Tuesday. But if they're out, like we're really going to look at Trey Mann. He's going to have to do a ton, especially with Jalen Williams out. You might even get some more minutes for someone like an Isaiah Joe or even a Lindy Waters getting some extra playing time there. But speaking of messy rotations, this team has the messiest of messy rotations. Jeremiah Robinson Earl's minutes are coming up and Poku's are coming down. Robinson Earl isn't anything more than a streamer, but when you're going to stream, guys, this is the day to do it. Baisley's minutes are all over the place. I don't know we can trust him. He went 17-21-4. Poku's gone 25-12-13. Robinson Earl's going the other direction. 12-18-26. Yeah, so we're we're trying to look for those trends, but I'm, I'm not sure how predictive they're going to be. But man has a massive opportunity if Giddy and Shea are both sidelined and we know that Jalen Williams is already out of there. The Warriors and the Suns is the fourth game of the day. I want to see Jordan Poole because part of the worry I had with him going a little bit too high in drafts is where do we, where's he get the minutes? He has not played more than 28 minutes so far. 28, 27, 27. And it's my common thing. You know what I'm going to say. There's 240 minutes a game. Figure out how he gets to 30. It's really hard. Now, maybe he's able to do it with Dante DiVincenzo out with a hamstring injury, but it's just really hard to get him 30 minutes a night every night while everyone's playing. And everyone is going to play. And Clay, those minutes for Poole have been there even with Clay on a minutes restriction. Bear that in mind. So we want to see if Poole can start to actually do something that's really good. And we, we saw it last year. When he played with Clay and Steph, the production was way down. And the same thing's happening again. So let's start to see some big games, hopefully. And let's also watch for Blunty, James Wiseman. minutes the first three games. He's got a great opportunity to be streamed in with four games this week, Wiseman. But I don't really see huge upside for him. I still think he struggles on court defensively. I still think him and Kaminga is a horrendous pairing together. They cannot work together at all at this point in their career. And that really um, hamstrings that bench unit. But the minutes for 20 last game for Wiseman, he had a pretty decent production. And this is the week. If you've got Wiseman, this is why you have him for a four-quality game week where you can use him four times and maybe get 75 minutes of action out of him for a fantasy team. This is why you hold him. After this, I'm not so sure, but this is why you have James Wiseman, so let's hope that he can put up the numbers. It's been a rough start for Cameron Johnson, who is starting now with Jay Crowder crying. So Johnson apparently is on some sort of a minutes limit for a hip problem. I'm going to keep him mid-20s, which is annoying because they need him to play 30. 
I thought he had a decent game last time out. It wasn't spectacular, but it was solid. And he should be held in all 12-team leagues. Points leagues, maybe less so than category leagues, but I still would be holding on to him. And I want to watch Chris Paul. Like, can this guy actually take some shots? Catch and shoot three once ever in your life, maybe? The lack of points is really concerning for Paul. He just doesn't seem interested in shooting, and the shooting percentages are way down as well. So, is he just done from that point of view? Like, is he just not going to be a scorer anymore? It's distinctly possible. So we want to pay attention to that. DiVincenzo is out for the Warriors. So that's going to give Moody and Kaminga bigger run off the bench. And while Ish Wainwright is questionable for the Phoenix Suns. Um, let's look at some streaming options now in category leagues for Tuesday. DeLon Wright, really solid option. Played overtime for the Wizards last game ahead of Monte Morris. Great option for assistance deals. Larry Nance Jr., Minutes ahead of Valanchunas last time, and now extra opportunity with maybe Zion out and definitely Ingram out. Reggie Bullock and Maxi Kleber in Dallas. Just anyone who can give you 24, 25 minutes at least is useful, and Bullock's going to give you 30. And like the Warriors, the Mavericks have four quality games this week. So you might get 120 minutes worth of Reggie Bullock this week that you can actually use in fantasy versus someone else who might be better, but you might play them once. That's absolutely important. Marcus Morris is a good streamer. Denny Avdia, especially if you're looking for some rebounds and steals with a few assists chucked in there. He's got the starting role. Hopefully, he doesn't get into extreme foul trouble like he did last time out against Cleveland. Kavon Looney, the value for him is solid this week. 22, 23 minutes a night, four quality games. Started off right by streaming him in on Tuesday. And then Trey Mann, who's out, whose role could really elevate with maybe their three best guards out. Like Lou Dort, forget it. Like Lou, Not forget it. He's already rostered, but grab him if he's not. But man is the guy after that that we want to take a look at. In terms of deeper leagues, these guys are all available in over 90% of leagues. So Nance, Block, Kleber, Avdia, man, they're all there. Jeremiah Robinson-Earl, really good streaming value for him in most leagues. Cameron Payne, who with Chris Paul not at his best, Payne is getting those 18 to 20 minutes. And he hasn't been awesome, but he's been solid enough. And then Rui Hachimura, we know he can score. and He's only going to get 20, 21 minutes a night, but he might have 12, 13 points. And that's pretty good as a deep league streamer. For points leagues, guys, we can stream in. These are all available in over 50% of leagues. It might not be yours, but it's 50% of them. Trey Murphy, absolutely. Got to add him. He's going to start, I think, with Ingram out. He's going to play 30 minutes. He might score 20. Jalen Duran, he needs to be rostered. Trey Mann, Denny Avdia. Reggie Jackson is a good points league streamer. Marcus Morris, great points league streamer. Larry Nance Jr. And DeLon Wright. And that will wrap up our What to Watch For show for today. Don't forget, check out Locked On Sports today for all of the best information on all sports going around. And follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Odyssey. If you're on YouTube, subscribe and you'll never miss anything. And leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.